Welcome back to Klingons and Dragons. Sorry, no. <laughs> Captain's Log Supplemental. It was our duty to stay behind, so long as civilians were, were in harm's way, but it has put us at risk. The star's collapse is only an hour away, and the last of the personnel are coming aboard. I've ordered the ship to full, full impulse as soon as the last shuttle is on board. But the latest gravity wave has put our warp drive out of commission. I'm hoping that getting a few light minutes between us and the star will buy our engineering and science teams more time to try to stabilize the warp field and get us to safety. Get us the hell out of here. Nailed it. Let's jump back to the science lab. Um, of your three uh, hypotheses, the quantum mechanics uh, um, focus seems the most promising. You hit a little bit of a um, a dead end there, but uh, but Solok finds something. Um, Commander, it appears that the increasing instability in space-time caused by this collapsing star is also weakening subspace barriers, allowing some type of information, so to speak, to leak into our universe. Gross. Ghost. That's uh, crazy. It appears that these these whisperings, these voices that we're we are experiencing, must be some minds that exist either in subspace or in another dimension. I need to report this to the captain right away so he knows mm -hmm. that there are possible lives that, that are out there, even though this star is going to explode. He needs to know that there's people out there that, like, a stadium full of people. So are you going to are you gonna do the show thing where you say, Captain, you better get down here, no, no, or are you just going to call up and tell him? Call the captain right now. Not the first officer. I'm going to call the It's probably a good thing. Maybe the captain can go down while the first officer stays on the bridge and does shit. The captain does go down a lot. Gross. We weren't talking about that. You promised. <laughs> you promised. I promised nothing. First, I called the nurse to see how she's doing. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if things are okay, how she's doing. Okay. Is all right. uh, Computer, scotch neat. Scotch neat. <laughs> scotch four fingers. As uh, scotch four fingers is Chris's up. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Is that giving or receiving? Oof. <laughs> yes. Yes. Stay after that's the like, credits. That's like Answers. four inches at least. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Chris. <laughs> what mature, so just so I know, when we post this, what mature tags can you put on this? Just so I know. Uh, what is the rate? Like, you change? That, is there, is there that a rating that says there is no one who is appropriate to listen to this? Yeah, like South Park. <laughs> this is not, yeah, it not be watched by anyone. I should change my name to that on the, the site. The following anyone. podcast is appropriate for Anywhere. no one. For no one. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Read it. Listen to it. You're on. All right. All right. So, okay. Hey, hey, hey. There's what's people up, like man? dead on the other side. They're stuck in quantum entanglement. You need to be careful. Realize that if we leave and this thing goes supernova, we're going to kill them all. We must rescue them. There's so many. Wait, that was your interpretation? 
Yeah, I, wait, what? <laughs> save some bitches. We have to save all of us. How are we going to save all of them too? Like they're not. They may, not, nothing may happen over there. We don't know what will happen. Do you have proof that will we'll, that will that this will kill them? Do, hey, do the captain's using logic. Them? That's what happens. I think it's going to happen. Call the engineer. He'll know if that ship blew up. I need science to tell me that it's absolutely going to. Hey, yeah, actually, uh, GM. <laughs> wow, wow, you really lowered your voice there. Hello, GM. I have a question. I've hit puberty. And I would like to assert my manliness as I ask this inquiry. Can I can I do can I do a skip there's a lot out <laughs> Alright. I have not gone for ice yet. You're all bitches. So, all right. so tell me tell me more about this. Like why do you think that these these people, the entities <laughs> are gonna die? The train. Give me give me a second, Captain. I gotta talk to my Vulcan. Hold on. Okay, you do that. <laughs> why is the train making me laugh so hard? <laughs> Alright. I need to focus now that I feel confident. <laughs> You broke Pat. <laughs> no, Pat broke Pat. <laughs> Pat broke Pat. All right, all right, all right. Yo, I'm looking. I'm looking at the, the the console. I'm focusing on my quantum theories, and I'm wondering if this supernova will cause them. If we could just wait it out, or if it will it will trap them wherever they're at. I'm not here, right? I can't comment on how stupid that is, right? <laughs> Seriously, why is that stupid? I mean, you tell me what I'm going to do. All, all I'm going to do. He's hearing voices. All you know is the source. Like you're, you're speculating, and uh, what's the verb yeah. form for conjecture? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm making all sorts of wild hello? consequences. Yes. Did we lose? Yes. Uh, He's asking me if they're going to die if we let the thing explode and we can come back later and save. Um, the Vulcan says. Uh, Commander, we have nowhere near enough information to uh, make that kind of speculation. How would okay? How would I how would I find out more information? You're the one um, with the degree in quantum mechanics. Yeah, no, I totally do. That's what I'm wondering. It's like I would use my instruments in front of me to to find all of the available sorts of science and sensors to tell if this is a thing that would if they exploded, it would cause them. Engineering, engineering to bridge. Uh, bridge we're going to need to transfer all power from the sensors to the uh, nacelles. No, no, <laughs> no. Cam, belay that. I'm back. <laughs> well, wait a second. The captain's with you. I'm on the bridge. Yeah, GM. No, the cap- what do I need to do here? What can I do? I'm back. The captain's, captain's not with out. them. He, he, you called him. The, the Vulcan said that would beyond would be beyond our knowledge that we know right now. How do I how do I know if that can if that's going to like kill them or not? Okay, what you can do and there's a momentum spent, whatever. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll spend it all. You can uh, pinpoint the subspace band where some of this in this um, information I don't know what word to use for it uh, is coming through. Knowledge and um, knowledge, Hollywood Hills, um, and you can use <laughs> a subspace transceiver to try and pick up some of this information using the ship instead of just trying to rely on your brains and your Oof, extra senses. I, I rely on my blank brains way more than the ship. Deflector dish. Uh, that'll be, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be an engineering task. But before we do that, I have a thing to read. As the last of the shuttles are brought back on board, the USS Pike breaks orbit. 
You proceed at full impulse for a good 15 minutes before the star implodes. Oh, right. There's time. Mother... Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, fortunately, the supernova shock is expanding at sublight speed and will take over two hours to reach Alpha Torui 2. Shit. The collapse time, also creates a subspace shock, however, which is spreading from the star at faster than light speeds and disabling all long-range subspace communication. If it reaches the pike, it will make forming a stable warp field impossible. Fuck. That sounds bad. Okay, so so how long are we? How long did you say we have for that? Um, till that till that wave gets to us. Let's <laughs> see. You're at impulse for 15 minutes. You basically have time for one big uh, engineering check task task we got to go down um it's a difficulty too and the number of successes you get will determine how well uh this task goes from zero to four successes it's only it's only difficulty two and who's doing this who's doing this engineering engineering and get it bjorn get that shit so what am I actually doing? Am I investigating what's wrong with the ship? Uh, th- no, you gotta get us, kick us in the This warp. is basically just the role to represent all of the work you and the other engineers have done on the warp drive in this intervening time. I'm just and wondering if I get to use my... Uh, your f- basically, I'm asking if I know my ship is one of my things. So it says, whenever you attempt a task to determine the source of a technical problem with your ship, add one bonus D20. Um... Yeah, I think that would apply. So we're sort of rolling all of this Can work, I, diagnostic, and and repair all into one big check instead of doing an extended task or something. Okay. Um. Nope. All right, never mind. I was going to see if I could <clears throat> do something, but I can't. Okay, so I'm going to use my, on the first roll, I'm going to use my personal momentum. Okay. So I got three successes. Okay. Um, and you said the ship was going to assist? Seeing if a focus is applicable. Okay, so you got four. Commander Bjorn, I just want to remind you of rule acquisition number 65. Win or lose, there's always Hyperion Beetle snuff. That is true. That is true. Don't call me Shirley. Um, I just want to tell you both, good luck. We're all counting on you. We're all counting on you. (laughs) We're fucked if you don't make this happen. (laughs) Okay, uh, as you're doing that, that's a good result, by the way. I'll read the the outcome when we come back. Uh, Right after this. Right after this. Let me go back to... Altarian Beetlesnuff. His engineering, control engineering. When you ask for Beetlesnuff, ask for genuine Altarian Beetlesnuff. So accept no substitutes. Uh, okay, so Andalkai and Sovak tune the subspace transceiver to pick up these voices. Um, as... And so we're, we're back a little bit in the scene. As the supernova uh, approaches... Um, the, the whispers and the voices get louder and continue to multiply. Um, you get this transceiver tuned in and you start to pick up voices. Um, they get clearer, but it still is difficult to impossible to pick any of them out because there are so many. Um, and al you sense, uh, a lot of emotions. Um, it's mostly fear. There's also some joy sadness anger etc um all mixed in this in this chaotic jumble that's you know reminiscent of madness um the moment the star explodes the voices uh diminish and trickle away 
until you only hear one remaining. And all it says is, Tilikal, help us, please. And then the signal goes silent. As the star explodes, implodes, and uh, your minds are, are quiet and clear again. Is Endo Kai relaying this information to anybody? He's experiencing it with Sovak mm-hmm. at the moment. I don't know what he's doing okay. from there. I don't even know either. <laughs> well, that's clear. <clears throat> but with the um, with the subspace signals, are we all hearing this, or is it just still Andal Kai? No, I I blocked off my stuff. I'm not hearing anything anymore. Unless yeah, we picked them up with the transceivers, right? Did, right. So we what's all happening? hear what's happening, right? I'm just just confirming that. Yeah, I mean, you could be tuned in and listening. Uh, okay. On the bridge, if he's using the the ships. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, can we do any um, analysis on these signals through our main computers now that we are using the deflector dishes to pick all this up? So by that I mean, can we ascertain how many? Uh, can we ascertain time, space? We know it's coming from a different dimension, but can we use our ship's computers to refine what we know about what's happening? I mean, he said he did say a lot. Word. A lot of people, like if he said, it's a football stadium amount of people. Yeah, there, okay. there is some information here. I mean, you had a subspace band, but it basically all uh, went silent the minute the star imploded. Um, so there'll be... And what re- was the words that they said again? Uh, some name? A name and help us, please. What was the name? Oh, come on, Captain. We have to We have to go back for these people. <laughs> well, aren't we still in danger? Yes. Yeah, let's let's drive into the, the imploding star. Yeah, okay. Okay. Pass. I think we could. Uh, we need to kick. We, are we? Are like? Are we at warp yet? Do we like have warp engines uh, yet? No. Yes. With with four successes, a stable warp field is formed, and the ship jumps oh. to warp. Okay. Um, you you're Ugh, you're, I'm to stay. you're able to maintain warp for a few minutes uh, before the shock wave knocks you back to sublight. Ugh, this um, is terrible. Nearly everyone on the ship turns to a view screen to witness the supernova. The star brightens at the same time it begins to collapse inward. The screen's dimming automatically to keep this rare sight in view, visible to human eye. I'm uh, so pissed. What are you? Are you going to keep? All those people are going to die. It's, it's, okay. That's what I think at this point, please. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you, the player, are no, so, okay. like no, not like the character is. Because I'm reading a monologue in your in your role play <laughs> the character yeah, is super yeah. pissed he's like he's, fuck they're all dying i mean the ship is in mortal danger so bear that in yeah, mind if we die they die anyway you can't make the call i get it i'm totally you, loyal to him but yeah shit. you can't save civilians if you're dead rule of acquisition one her <laughs> 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 no gold I, if you're but dead. i never break a promise motherfuck <laughs> all right go ahead promise. okay we're okay. all murdering Football stadium for people. No, Captain. They're, no, they're, no, we're just not saving them. Their communication is cut off. That doesn't mean that they're dead. You, they're Schrodinger's football stadium. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah, we can't hear them doesn't mean they're dead. Schrodinger's football stadium. That's this awesome. is trek. No one, no one's gonna like. They're totally both die. dead and alive, man. All right, all right. Just, okay, we got time. Okay. Unlike other supernovas, the star doesn't complete its collapse. Rather, it suddenly pancakes out into a brilliant disk, with its outer edge touching the debris of the orb- orbital uh, stellar satellites. Alarms begin blaring from every console on board as the stability of your warp field is disappeared, and the warp core itself shifts into automatic safe mode. Hmm. On the bridge, ship sensors are showing a truly massive and unprecedented subspace rift 
forming in the stellar remnant. The glowing disk spreads outward toward Alpha Tauri 2, the unimaginable energies of the collapsed star visibly boiling away the outer crust before the entire planet erupts in neon green lines of tortured space-time. The pike is suddenly then thrown sideways as though it were falling toward these stellar events before, just as suddenly, everything stops. There are no stellar remains, no expanding plasma cloud, no planets or planetary debris, nothing but an expanding ripple in space-time. Whoa! Is it the Nexus? The Nexus. Right? That's what I heard. Star Trek Generations. You might even call it a portal. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> this is game-breaking right here. Whoa. Oh, okay. my God. We just shot through a portal. Mm. As a supernova unravels, down in the cargo Act bays, four. the archaeologists and crew members still sorting through the rescued objects begin to notice glowing streamers of blue light that escape in small channels that run along the surfaces of the artifacts. Sensors don't show anything occurring at first, but suddenly alarms in the bay begin to sound as tricorders and even the main computer sensors begin to detect tears and fractures in subspace leaking through nearly every artifact. These tears begin to quickly heal and are undetectable again after mere seconds, and after a few moments, the glow disappears. Um, They're all reavers now. None of you are there, but (laughs) someone should do a Reason Science 2. Not me. A, I mean, I'll do it. I'm on it. All right, two. Yeah. But no focus. Use an extra. Use an extra. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry. I didn't use yeah. That's yeah. Right. Well, Too late. Well, you're okay. You got two. It was Too a late. Two. You got it. I was just going to say use the momentum. Yeah, no, no. It's you're right. You're right. Good you're call. Right. Okay, based on the That's information right. that, uh, you know, the from this activity, um, that information plus the data that you got from the stellar satellites and the previous scans that were done of these devices, you can tell that um, some devices that you were previously undetected, possibly the the flicker of energy that you saw in the satellites. Um, I'm sure nobody remembers that. It was two months ago. Did you say it was uh, the flicker of energy or the liquor of energy? I remember that. <laughs> I remember the liquor of energy. Liquor of energy, yeah. Uh, These devices activated, producing a subspace rift encompassing the entire system. Oh, Uh, shit. This, what appeared to be an artificial wormhole, lasted just long enough to pull three planets and all of the devices uh, through. Oh, wow. Okay. The falling sensation that everyone on board experienced uh, was the local space-time snapping back into normality. We have normality. Abnormality. Um, it's like all of like Pat's sex. So I want to make sure. Can we like do a, a sense sensor sweep to ascertain where we are and what's happening? Okay, so you guys were able to maintain warp just are there stars just long enough to get out of the system. Um, and when the shockwave knocked your uh, warp drive back offline, um, you were about ten hours away from your rendezvous point with the Megami uh, at at sublight at, at impulse speed. I- I guess what I'm curious about is, are we, we, we've been hearing things from another dimension, right? We've been hearing the cries of, from the football stadium of people. I kind of want to confirm that we're still in our dimension, our space time as we yeah, know it. I agree with you. Now, okay. Well, I've got an idea. Okay. Please. I think we should. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, no, I think we should use <laughs> the warp drive from one of our runabouts mm. to create a localized uh, Wait. warp field just like the size <laughs> of a basketball a bubble a warp bubble a warp bubble 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, use that uh, using a tricorder, modified tricorder, scan the other side of the warp bubble and focus it on the, or take that and focus it on the uh, the artifacts that we see these blue rifts on and see if we can't open a small hole in space-time in subspace and allow those people to come back through. I mean, transport them out. Since we're just wait wait wait, si- wait 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 since we're just making shit up, I like to use the deflector dish like Captain America just throw no, it wait, around. No wait, no, he, he's I, I get where he's coming from. I want to know like wait. The first thing you started with is that you wanted to know if we're in that di- alternate dimension. Yeah, that was that was my yeah. initial thought. The, yeah, the second, I, I the second thought was that, was that you wanted to rescue the people from that spot. No, I don't care about that. No, but what I want to know is what what is the the Ferengi trying to. I'm trying to rescue people from that okay, spot. But, but but first step one is seeing where we're at, right? I just th- I thought he just said that yes, we're. Yes, that's what I thought I said. he said. We're we're in the in in like we just came back, snapped to right where we had been before. Yeah, mm. but you, you wondered if you hypothesized. Oh God, if God. we were in that alternate dimension. <laughs> I didn't hypothesize that. I did. I didn't <laughs> hypothesize shit. I Fox hypothesized that, and Fox did. Yeah, that was me. Okay, so, GM, we should first confirm that we're in our normal dimension. Okay, uh, what you can do, and to be more clear, maybe, uh, a artificial wormhole was created almost the size of this entire system, and when it closed, that, as the description says, snapping back to normality, that closing is the the gravity pull that you all experienced. Okay. Just as but it does, pulling you... Does anybody have a beard that they didn't have before. Mm. Yeah. Right. That's Ooh, not a beard, but a goatee. Nice. Oh. But see, would we know that? We would just all How assume do we roll that. that? No, it... the captain always had that sinister I think mustache. That's insight and con. <laughs> insight and con? <laughs> not con. Commands. But he means con! <laughs> con! <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what you what you can do with a runabout is what I thought you were going to do is just warp to the rendezvous point and see if the Megami is there and then come back. Why would, why would you we use a runabout? Because the ship's warp core is, is out of commission. Yeah. If we had a better to. engineer, we would be past. I mean, do the runabout's core, warp core actually work? No, say? no. It's easier if I just say there that it's all got knocked out by because it's a the the shockwave. Adversely affected subspace, like you have no long-range communications. But you're only ten hours from the rendezvous Wait, point, we also so don't have any transporters, right? Is that obviously or or yeah. brains? Where the fuck are we going to transport to? I'm just, you know, we're going to transport people out of the, the rift. I'm just checking the transporters. Right? We don't have can, those. Can we the, transport Andalkai out into empty space? <laughs> Thank God, N- not not without court-martial procedures. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, and you you guys don't have that uh, I can interstellar I transporter from uh, <laughs> you... Star Trek Into Darkness. Ripping a portal. <laughs> I, open, I open a portal to the dimension that they're at. Okay. Can't we just use celestial charts to see if the stars are all the same? Yeah, like I was. that's what I was thinking. Can we just look and see where we oh, are? Oh, yeah. I mean, if this were the, the Terran uh, mirror-verse, then the constellations would be backwards obviously lieutenant commander <laughs> kai would you would you like uh check on our position in yeah, space yeah, please do that yeah right. what about data's internal roll, phenomena roll something 
science. You guys don't have data. Astro, blah, blah, blah. But does his internal chronometer affect, like, can we just test that? Yeah, at minimum, we can tell that we're in the, our, our normal space from that standpoint. His internal chronometer is only used for comedic timing. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Okay, yes, you're still in your normal universe. Uh, we're on a normal. Uh, all right. We're, okay. We're, all right. We're, we're, all right. We're good then. Okay. Okay. Uh, so can, can I? Can I? Um. How did we? Forgive me for my drunken state. Uh, how did we tell? <laughs> every week. Yeah. Every for week. the last how hour. Tell that these, are they still communicating with? Us? Do I feel their presence? I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take down my walls. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna stretch out with the force. I'm gonna feel. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> IP. Thousands of voices cried out and were suddenly yeah. sen- no, you don't you don't sense anything. Oh fuck! Base killed them all. Based if we build another ship, will they come? You yeah. keep confusing uh, silence with death. Log supplemental. The captain fucking killed all the bitches. Okay, your your scientific study. <laughs> I did nothing. Your scientific study confirmed your hypothesis that whatever was happening with the collapsing star and the devices was weakening a barrier between universes or space and subspace or something Mm. uh space time and bringing those voices closer to you psychically so do we have recordings of these now can we listen to to them so i think we need to do some analysis on the voices to see if we can figure out some more like we could figure out what time they're from we could figure out maybe where they're from we could figure out all kinds of shit sure but he said that it brings it them closer to me psychic Right. How, how, I'm not, and then I'm not feeling, you said also you said that I'm not feeling anything. Right. Because the portal opened and as it got closer to opening, the voices got louder. And then as it opened, the voices got clear enough to where you could pick out one person just saying a few words. And then when it snapped shut, everything went silent again. Oh, so it's, it's, it's OK. Captain, do, do the little thing. He'll add it in post. Hey, Captain, uh, can we go back to the source of the planet where so we, I can get a closer sense on these people? I feel that I was totally connected to them right before the moment. of. Can we please take our ship back to there so we can, I can hopefully get a closer feel on them? Well, you have to prove to me that it's not going to be dangerous for us. So You guys no don't have a... Don't have warp right now. Yes, but we can, yeah, like, so we'd have to limp too. back for hours and hours to figure that really? out. So. You also have a cargo bay full of artifacts and civilian archaeologists. Yeah. So they were doing anything. We do an out. So we did record stuff, right? I want to so make sure I, wanna, well, I heard that, right? We recorded all that stuff. I recorded we, all can of we, this. Oh, so no, can we do mean, analysis on the stuff that we were hearing through the... I mean, we could, but like, I, I want to talk. Okay, okay. Oh, yes. So, I, I so, will run analysis... If we can continue start start our progress, back, I will do analysis on that communication. Was this a negotiation? Yes, I think I can. Uh, I think I can take a tricorder to the to one of the bays, shuttle bays, where we have this stuff, and scan the artifacts. So I can try to detect I think that's what a those great idea. subspace anomalies are happening. But we should yeah, still see start if there's any back. energy coming off of all those artifacts. Yeah, you're right. We got to start right. back still, Captain. I think that's a great idea, Engineer. And you go down there and you listen, why Lieutenant you, Commander. Why do you hate lives, Captain? What you, <laughs> why do I hate lines? You hate lives. lives. People who are what? Living. What? No, we have no idea that they're living. They could be dead already, and they're their ghosts. Okay, so 
we can uh we can facts we, we can, facts we can keep doing this but um out of character <laughs> metagame whatever uh yes. this is the this is the season finale with a cliffhanger i don't have any more information for you than i do have an epilogue <laughs> i can read <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, um, Dennis. <laughs> no, I think it was brilliant. I love it. I, I just love it. I was going to push the... There's no, there's no warp drive, but you get this button. The rescue convoy makes its way back to Starbase 364 to unload the artifacts and civilians. What? The bright side of this entire near disaster was that several artifacts were returned for study before being lost forever. And these artifacts are displaying... When did we decide to go back? We didn't I decide mean, to go back. You had a mission, a... Oh, what's the word? Your orders, yeah, right? You had a, Captain a plan. He, this, uh, he decided to go back to the base and unload people. I mean, you have a ship full of extra people... Right, passengers and and artifacts and everything. You have to rendezvous with the Megami. Yes, but Chris could have decided to hey. go back and invest. Hey, Anvil Kai, I suggest you just listen to the epilogue because I think that will explain <laughs> a lot. Damn it, fucking! I cat. suspect we're going to talk about having to go back out and try to rescue. Them. I mean, <laughs> every everything in the system is gone. Right, it all went through the portal. I'm ready to put my career on the line for this. So. Perhaps the Pike or some other science vessels will go investigate what they can, but it's it's mostly just empty space with some. Uh, I give I give Andal Kai a, a shuttle and let him go back. I'm going with a science vessel. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. All right, epilogue. Let's start from the beginning here. You rendezvous <laughs> with the Megami, and the rescue convoy makes its way back to Narendra Station. Uh, to unload the artifacts and civilians. The bright side of this entire near disaster is that many of the artifacts were recovered for study before being lost forever. Fucking the, profit to the man. And these artifacts are... Dis- they're not going to be sold. They're going to be studied. They are. It belongs in, it belongs in a museum. Christ. At the lives of... <laughs> this is... This, the the, this is the Federation. Wow. This is the Federation. Whatever. Just keep drinking. <laughs> were returned for study before being lost forever, and these artifacts are displaying complex, multi-dimensional computer processes, and that some clearly intelligent and spacefaring civilization, who likely did not develop it, attempted to use them later. What is made clearer is that Federation research will now have to take into account the fact that when they had access to as much power as a collapsing star would provide, this unknown species could move entire star systems. Changing. Damn. Wow. I'm changing my focus. That's awesome. I'm changing my focus to um, extra dimensional being. Good.
Good evening, friends. This has been Klingons and Dragons, episode 38. The conclusion of the Star Trek Adventures living campaign scenario, We Are the Stars That Sing With Our Life by Aaron Pollier. Thanks to the Front Porch, Geek Scholars Movie News, and Modifius Entertainment. If you want to contact us, you can do that on our website, klingonsanddragons.com, or email us directly at klingonsdragons at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. Thanks as always for listening, and we'll see you next time. Take after two. you, after the pike. <laughs> what was that? What even was that? Why are we listening? I, I just hear little little bits of sound. After you rendezvous with the Megami, that, that's Fox hitting his head against the metal desk. I think. The rescue. <laughs> this is where we all push buttons. Can, can uh, we just like me? Can we like you? Whoever that is, it's not me. I swear. No, it's not me. I'm not doing the shit. I'll just I'll just record the epilogue and post. You guys will never. I want to know what it is. Though. You'll have to wait until the podcast goes live in like a year. <laughs> That's the ultimate Dennis. Fuck you. I'm like, hey, there you go. You guys want to know what happens? I'm, I'm going to listen. It's like that guy. He there was so much. Shit that I, love, I love that. Okay, I'm done. All sorts of shit. I'm done, Dennis. Okay. That was me. Okay. I'm sorry. Pat, I'm done. Pat's, go ahead. Pat's done with his his culturally insensitive uh, horns. <laughs> Ha <laughs>